Hey, what's up guys? It's Coco and Logan here today on Open Mic and we are so excited um, that you're here. So we want you guys to like and subscribe to our channel and be sure to stay up to date with all things Open Mic. So today, Logan, what are we going to be talking about? So we're actually going to be talking about two things that will make your church experience better. And I know that sounds kind of like clickbaity. It is Love a little it. bit, but I really believe in these two things and yeah. that they will indeed make your church experience better. For so. sure. So what are those? What's the first thing? All right. So the, I'm going to give you both of them off the okay, top. We'll take community them. and service, not to be com- confused with community service, For but sure. community and service that if you're engaged in community and serving in the church, you're actually going to have a better experience mm-hmm. in church. And it's important that you have a good experience in church. Absolutely. This is the vessel that God has chosen to use to reach the world. So you should have fun at church and you should enjoy it. So that's what we're going to talk about. I love that. So take us down this road. Like what's the the first one is community. Community. Right? So why is that important? It's important because we were not designed to do life alone. And you hear that a lot, but like we seriously were not designed to do life alone. And I think there's a big myth that goes on within the church world specifically. And that is that like, once you found community in a church, you have it forever. Mm. And that's just not the case. And I can say that from my own personal experience as someone, I've been at high street for a while now, and I've gone through seasons of life that have changed. So mm-hmm. I was single when I first started going here. I was in college. I graduated college um, and I was working and then I uh, had a fiance and then we were married and then we had kids. And in all these different seasons, what I've found to be true and what I've seen and observed in other people's lives is that as your stage in life changes, you always have to find community mm-hmm. again. Man, so it sounds like you have to like fight for this community. Yes, you have to fight for community. And I would say this tagline is that don't sit and wait for community. Mm -hmm. Don't sit and wait, but create and initiate community. Create Mm -hmm. and initiate community. And so I think that that means two ways. Personally, you know, whether you're you're single or you're, you're, you're with somebody, that you need to create community. It takes effort on your part. It is not, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would say that it's not the job of the church to go 90% on community and you go 10. We're going to do a podcast episode <laughs> kind of uh, on this 90-10 principle a little bit later on. But like it's it's a 50-50 relationship. A church should provide opportunities for you to gain mm-hmm. community, but then also you have to invest in engaging in the activities of a church as well. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Like why do you need to be active in a church? Well, first of all, I would say go to High Street Young Adults on YouTube and watch Coco's message on why it matters to be involved in church. So watch that video first because she kind of breaks it down. Mm -hmm. But we're designed to be in church with people because, again, it's the vessel God has chosen Mm -hmm. to use. And also, we're going to grow from being in attendance at church and involved in church activities. So. Uh, it is not the sole job of the church to provide everything for you. You're going to have to work mm-hmm. at it as well. And so mm-hmm. that's like where the create part, you have to create community. The second thing I would say is initiate. Yeah. Like if there isn't community that exists for you and you're happy where you are and you're at a sound church that, that preaches the gospel and God's word, Create community, you know what I mean? Especially if you have the blessing of the church Mm -hmm. leadership, fight to make community happen Mm -hmm. and fight to make it happen better. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I love that. And I love this idea of community that we didn't just make this up. It's actually in the Bible because it talks about 
don't neglect to meet together as it is the habit of some, but all the more as you see the day drawing near. So what does that mean to not forget to meet together? It's like, hey, get together. And it also talks about how we need to love each other. And how do we love each other? We have to know each other. It's hard to love each other sometimes too. Like, it's so and hard it's to love okay. each other sometimes. Like we're going to struggle with that at times. <laughs> it's so true. And, and I, but I love that we, the way we can love each other is you have to know each other. And so one of the ways that we've decided to do that is in smaller groups because it's easy to like, be like, hey, on a Sunday morning, but not really know that person. And so to really know somebody and to be able to minister to that person, you have to be able to, on a different level, get to know them. And I've just been so blessed by community. Even recently, we started a small group um, for people who are just out of college, that kind of that post-college age group. And it's been such a huge blessing because – that, like that age group has been uh, a lot of people are in transition. Maybe yes. people are single. Maybe they're just looking for something uh, to do and they're looking for people to be able to relate to. And so I had, I know that I have personally been blessed by community because yeah. what we get to do in community is we get to explore what God's word says. We get to encourage one another and we also get to like borrow each other's faith. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things. When I'm like struggling with something, I want to say, Hey, can you pray for this for me? And then people are like, Hey, I'm going to pray for that. And they, they follow up. They're like, hey, how's that going? Um, and we get to encourage each other. We get to see God answer prayers. Yeah. And that is like so cool that we get to be a part of that. We get to literally be Jesus to each other. And uh, I think that is such a cool thing that we get to be a part of. Yeah. And I, and I think like what you said, the post-college vacuum is mm-hmm. a real thing. Like it is tough to find community after that. I mean, yeah. even coming out of high school can be difficult for people yeah. because up until that point in time, you've had someone telling you this is your community where mm-hmm. you go to school um, or, or whatever that may be. So you really do have to fight for it. And going back to it's biblical, I think of like the book of Romans, which you know, the book of Romans is known for like its rich theology. You can study it and there's so much jam-packed into Romans. But when you look at the personal greetings that Paul Mm -hmm. makes in Romans chapter 16, it goes from like deep theological discussion to, hey, he's like, shout out to Phoebe. I commend her and she's awesome. And he mentions Priscilla and Aquila who are his friends in uh, Mm -hmm. in ministry. And he's, he's recognizing all these different people. And what that tells me is like, the only reason he knew those people was because he was engaging mm-hmm. in community. It's important. That's what kept Paul going. Like if we want to be effective mm-hmm. uh, for the work of Christ, we need to be engaged in yeah. community. And secondly, because you cannot have true community, I don't think, without service. Mm-hmm. And you have to serve in the church in order for you to have true community. What would you say yeah. to that, Coco? You're, you're in assimilations and hospitality. You're helping people connect with service opportunities. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I really do believe that like, God has given each and every one of us gifts and abilities, and he has created us to do the good things he has planned for us. And so for us to engage in this service at the church is one of the coolest opportunities because when we show up, God shows up. Mm-hmm. We're not just showing up to fill a role. We're not just showing up to do a little time slot. We're like, cool, I've made that happen. It's like, no, when we show up, we're saying, hey, God, would you use me? Would you allow me to be your hands and feet today at church, but also outside of the context of the church? And we have this opportunity to really uh, be part of God's mission, to reach the world with with the good news of Jesus. And it could practically look like, okay, I, I love children. I'm going to hold babies. I love yeah. to talk to people. I'm going to go greet them and be an extension of Jesus to these people. Yeah, and and I mean that's the thing is what what you said one thing that really sparked this like thought in me is that 
you're not just showing up to check off a box in service. Yeah. Like that's how you can be unhappy in serving. But (laughs) I know that I'm happiest when I spend time with God beforehand. And I'm like, I need the Holy Spirit to Mm -hmm. remind me, why am I doing this? And that's going to make your service more meaningful. And I I would say this, like what I want to be able to say uh, at the end of my life is is what Paul says in Second Timothy, where Paul is writing to really um, his uh, protege Timothy, mm-hmm. and he's telling him like the things, kind of like final words. And he tells him in Second Timothy chapter four, he says, "Hey, I have fought the good fight, mm-hmm. I have finished the race, I have kept the faith." I want to be able to say that. And one of the ways that is going to allow me to say that is that I've served in the church faithfully Mm -hmm. and I've served in the church fervently, like throughout the course of my life. I want to be able to say that. And so I think we have to address like, how does a critical spirit come about? Like, how do we have a bad church experience? Well, uh, sometimes there are things where you can have a bad church experience and it's very valid. But what I see as a theme a lot of times with people is that they kind of lost community. Mm -hmm. Maybe it wasn't their fault that they lost community but regardless they've lost community and then when they're serving they've, they've stopped serving and what happens is we will always find things that we don't like like that's right. human nature and I would say that most leaders people that are like hey I want to make this better like you're going to find things that you're like that could use improving I mean, I, I love High Street. I work here. Uh, I love this place to death. But I'm always there's always things that I want us mm-hmm. to get better at and grow. Sure. Um, and I, here's the deal. I think when you are fighting, I'll make this is the mindset we have, a make it better mindset. Mm-hmm. I want to make things better. Because if I don't have that mindset, then when I'm evaluating things and I'm recognizing things that I want to fight to make better, if I don't have that, what happens is uh, I start to complain and I start to gossip probably. If I'm not fighting to make things better, but I'm just evaluating and I go to kind of a consumer mindset, I'm going to be more likely to complain about things and I'm going to be more likely to be critical spirit instead of fighting to improve that. And so that would be my encouragement in service is like, then you get to be a part of it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, we talk all the time about how the joy of the Christian life is found in serving. And so when we get to serve other people, we get to know them, we get to love them. And it truly is so cool. And my favorite things is to see someone come and they are just now engaging in community and they start engaging in serving. And it's amazing to see how their demeanor has changed because they have a purpose because we get to live our life on purpose when we're like, hey, we are going to be a part of God's plan to reach this world and for him to use us in the church. And so the the body of Christ is a beautiful thing because we mm-hmm. all are so different, but God says, Hey, I choose you to, to use, I'm, I'm going to choose you to use you in this, in the church and to reach people. So it's so amazing that we get to be a part of it. And when you say that, I, I like in my coaching background and like, lo- you know, obviously have a love for sports and things. I think of like having some skin in the game. Absolutely. Like we're invested in what's going on. And there is something powerful. Like God has wired us in a way. I, I mean, like when you do something that's physically like awful with somebody I, I think of like you know um uh, people who do crossfit you know what I mean I I'm a retired crossfitter all right I still dabble in it but Congrats. I yeah I'm not you always have to mention it you know I don't want to be that person but, every crossfitter but like you do to. some dumb stuff when you do crossfit like there's some things that you're like that 
that's like there was no need for me to carry a sandbag <laughs> 800 meters. There's no reason to do that when you're like there, there was no reason. But sometimes there was like something beautiful about you were just enduring this, like something that was like physically challenging with people. And that like bonds you together. Mm-hmm. And I think of like serving in the church in that way a little bit. It's a yeah. spiritual battle. Absolutely. But I know like even serving with you and Jared and JC and everyone on our team, I feel closer connected to you like spiritually because we're in the trenches together. Right. And there's something special about that that's mm-hmm. like, hey, I've got your back. You've got my back. Yeah. We've got to keep fighting for that. Mm-hmm. And so I really do think that if you want a good church experience, engage in community mm-hmm. and engage in serving in the church. You have to do both. You can't do one without the other. Absolutely. And I would say too, we're here to help. So like if mm-hmm. you're out there and you're like, yeah, but how does that actually work? How do I do that? Uh, we want to help you take that those next steps because we believe everybody has a next step. And so we're like, hey, we're going to help you with that. So reach out, DM us on Instagram, yeah. like email us, whatever, Coco at High Street, L Counts at High Street, whatever it may be. I'm because, surprised you have that memorized. That's um, good. You know, uh, so we we want you guys to reach out, and yeah. we will literally place you in a group. We will help you find a place to serve because yeah. again, we believe we believe in these two things so much that we're like, hey, we'll do whatever it takes to get you guys and find your find your fit. Because I think you can maybe serve somewhere where you're like, man, I just don't love this, Mm -hmm. which there might be a season for that, and that's okay. But I think uh, when you find your sweet spot in serving, that's when you're like, I never want to stop doing this. Like, I always want to be invested and engaged in the local church. Yeah, and I I hope uh, something I said earlier where I was like, it's not the job of the church to go like 95% and you go 5 or 90 and 10. Like... It is the job of the church to create opportunities, you know, and so that's a sign of like, that's something that a church should do. So the church isn't completely off the hook. It's a, it's a symbiotic relationship for sure. And so I I hope that those two things will help people grow and that um, people will engage in that. So, yeah. Sure. Thanks for watching guys. We'll see you next time.